Welcome to episode 20 of season 2 of Red Wings Rant, where impassioned, wait, tirades and impassioned pleas about your Detroit Red Wings have a home. That's right, right here. Uh, yeah, right here. All right. We're going to do some uh, business. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do some business. <laughs> All right. It's not quite time for the madness. The macho madness. Yeah. Uh, that is college basketball. I'm much more excited about doing a Macho Man impression than this college basketball thing. But that doesn't mean the fun has to wait, man, because DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players a chance to cash $100. My God, new customers can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. And if your team makes it, rain. If they make it, Roman Reigns. Yeah. You can cash $100. I'm going to see if I can bet my old alma mater, Eastern Michigan, to hit one three-pointer. Woohoo! That's right. All it takes is for one three-pointer to be hit by my team of the chosen Jersey Color School. <laughs> you turn $1 into $100. Sounds like a no-brainer to me, Matt! The slam dunk of an offer won't be around forever. Ugh, you can't just tomahawk your way to $100 forever, Matt. So, head to the App Store now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and get... All that action. Mm-hmm. And if basketball isn't for you... Is there other sports? Let's look around. Um, um. <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook has daily odds on hockey, soccer, and... Oh, thank so God. More. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its customers since 2012, so they know a thing or two about big paydays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. That's promo code THPN for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in four $25 free bets. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Virginia, call 888-532-3500. Oh, boy. Mike? That was the Red Wings. We're back, baby. We're back. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> the winning streak is alive. Uh, Mike, you know I've been doing the uh, wet the beak uh, streak. And last night I picked Coca-Cola because uh, I forgot to do one. And I had a Coke right next to me. Hey! So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help Coca-Cola. Uh, <laughs> See if they can pull streak. through the, these hard times for Coca-Cola. Hard times. Hard times. Hard times, Daddy. When a, Pepsi, when a Pepsi Cola kick you in the butt, you gotta hope Madden's drinking an ice cold red can of delicious brown sugar, baby. Get that <laughs> dirty monkey butt Pepsi audio system. Oh, <laughs> uh, more dusty, please. Rest uh, in peace, Dusty Rhodes. All pour right. one out. Let me yeah. have a little bit of coffee on the floor here. Uh, <laughs> speaking of coffee, Mike, I'm drinking out of my trusty dusty. Brothers, a discussion mug. Yeah. At bodpodcast.com. 
uh, on the homepage, just go ahead and click the shop button. You can get one of these cool mugs. We have our Red Wings Rant mugs. Uh, I just ordered mine because, uh, Mike, I, I love the ad I made so much this week for our Brothers of Discussion episode. I was like, I need another mug for Red Wings Rant. So that mug's on the way. Yeah. Uh, but you could get so much more. We've got a Red Wings Rant sweatshirts, T-shirts. We've got masks. masks. Uh, we yeah. know that we're still going to be wearing those for the rest of our lives. Uh, there, there's that. Um, yeah, just uh, BODpodcast.com. And on the homepage, just click shop. The other, uh, the other URL is, it's too, it's too long. Just do what I said. That, that's the best way to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. But also check out uh, our Twitter. We're at BOD Hockey. Uh, we're going live during hockey games. Um, and uh, we have our Instagram, which is blown up this morning, Mike. We had, I had some Woo! fun last night uh, watching Anthony Mantha eat his mouth guard, which was pretty fun. And <laughs> which I thought was really funny. Uh, we got a beautiful picture of uh happy boy luke glendenning after his uh three-point night first of his career i just saw posted by uh no. the great red wings on twitter now let's yeah. not lest we forget who uh i said should be on the power play it was mr glendenning i think he was a little inspired by the uh <laughs> red wings rant and he's like yeah this one's for mike bang <laughs> uh, I know, I know, it was on a five on five, but I'm just saying. I think he was inspired to start putting pucks in nets. Um, we dominated the faceoffs in this past game too, baby. And you know who was a culprit of that? My boy Luke. Woo! <laughs> and I'll just ignore the fact that on Mantha's, uh, we'll call that a man's man goal. That was that was a real aged whiskey pour goal. Um, <laughs> he did. Uh, he definitely looked at Glenn Denning coming down the other side and said, nah, I got this. But he was right there, okay? We don't know he would have missed the net on that one. But he already had a goal, right? He already contributed face-off wins. And he, he, you know, he had the goalie thinking, Glenn Denning's not going to get two. I'm not letting Glenn Denning get two goals. Just go ahead, Mantha. Jesus Christ, you know, right over the right shoulder. So I think Glenn, uh, man, MVP of this season. He is he's the Brock Lesnar of the Red Wings. Well, let's see if uh, I actually was trying to cue this up. Uh, I'm going to see if we can get in trouble again with YouTube. Do we have Luke's, do we have Luke's mom and dad on the line? Because we want to thank them for making a beautiful son. <laughs> actually, I was going to show that Mantha goal that uh, you said was, was a beaut. Uh, or he turned off uh, or he turned away from Luke. Yeah, there you <laughs> well, go. Actually, oh, oh we got to back that. it up like one more second. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> So, like, I tweeted out immediately. I did the old Lord of the Rings, uh, King Theoden. You know, I know your face. Like, that was... <laughs> that was Anthony Manta. That yeah. was the boy we... You know, last week, or our last episode, we just talked, like, his numbers are down from a production standpoint. But if anything, he's getting more chances than he'd be getting in previous seasons. So, right. I mean, there's two ways to look at that. You just go, all right, the luck will turn around, or... You know, that's where you say, well, thank God Eiserman only gave him five mil and not the seven mil we were predicting because he can't finish anymore. So one game from that conversation, we have this beauty of a shot that just looks like Anthony Mantha's been putting in two of these every night, uh, even though, I mean, he only put in one. Uh, <laughs> that just looks so calm and natural. And, you know, there, there was another shot that came up this morning. I think I could pull this up and not get it uh, taken down. <laughs> YouTube. Uh, but this one is just, uh, this is everything about 
um, like what this win, what that game last night did uh, for this team. And uh, I, I said that this this photo should come preloaded with the Full House theme song because uh, it it's it's just look at that, look at those happy boys, look at Fabry, uh, uh, like rolling in. <laughs> rolling in. Uh, Glenn Downing looks like he's making some some you know crack about Stetcher. He's leaning over to Mantha. Mantha's just a little giggle pants. Fabry, he just looks like a schoolboy. Um, you know, Nemeth, he's Nemething it up. He's he's just kind of not really there. <laughs> he, does, he looks like he's looking through Stetcher right now. Uh, I don't know you what know, he's looking at. But everybody else is just super happy, especially Stetcher. Like, you, you, <laughs> I wish we could see his face. That's Glenn Denning in the middle, right? Yeah. Why does he look like Judas in the Last Supper painting? Like, yeah, he's leaning over to Manta. Like, all right, I'll get behind him and you push. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, uh, but it, I mean, the point being, like, winning, scoring goals. God, it just it cures everything. I I, I couldn't have been happier to watch that third period. Uh, I know I know it ended up being four to two, but then you know you're looking at that three to nothing lead and. Kind yeah. of looking at Bernier playing his nuts off. Um, I was making the cracks before the game. The Wings were definitely going to win, uh, just to continue the bad luck streak for Thomas Grimes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Bernier comes back, and, and we were going to win. Yeah. But uh, I, and, you know, is, and yeah. we got four goals. <laughs> that's like our. That's that's our. Yeah. That's our. That's our peak. That's about as good as we can do. Yeah, so we've got we've got a four to one win and a four to two win in our last uh, four games. Um, it's another I, I, Matt, it's another pitch by me where it's one thing I wish hockey would do a little bit more of. I want a camera all the way back so we can watch plays develop, but then I also want more close ups because I wanted to see poor Grice when goal number four went in and he's like motherfucker. <laughs> well, maybe one or two. This is bullshit. Here's here's Mike the the thing that is I don't I don't know how I want to put this because you and I are pretty steadfast in our uh, conversations about like where is this team in regards to winning making it to the playoffs nobody's really making the argument that this is a playoff team but our well except for uh, Mark Thunderstall you know let's not forget him right uh, our last four games we could even go back to a fifth game. Uh, and, and throw in the Tampa Bay Lightning. So we hand, uh, in those last five games, we hand uh, the Panthers their first regulation loss. So if anybody wants to make the argument, ah, it's just the Panthers, give them their first regulation loss. Mike, we allowed three goals against the Lightning. That's, you know, that's... A, that's, that's against the not, Lightning? Yeah, I yeah. watched the, the, that buzz saw last night. Good Lord. Uh, go ahead. Well, yeah, so three goals against the Lightning, then one against the Panthers in that 4-1 to win. Then two, we go down yeah. two to one. Uh, Predators beat us three to two, and then we beat the Predators four to two. Now you just go back to those last four games. Easy math, right there. Two goals against. Uh, but even if you throw in that Lightning game, the last five games, it's less than three goals against every game. Mike, you know why that's happening? You do know why that looks good. Do we have an identity? I, I think we do. We Is it because of Big Thunder? Because <laughs> of what? I'm gonna keep. Big Thunder. Sorry. That's what we're calling Mark Stahl. At so least he has got his Thor beard going. Go ahead. I, you got to throw it out uh, some credit uh, to Max Boltman, who put out the article like a week ago, and then he shared mm. it all week uh, of uh, the Red Wings having their new defensive identity. 
But, I mean, it's also what we've been talking about all season. So I, I just, because you used the word identity, I couldn't not throw out, because I've read the article twice now yeah. by Max. So shout out to Max, who doesn't need it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we've been talking about it all season. Like, this is the strategy, the low event strategy that the Red Wings have been using, and that we have been applauding Mr. Should I say it? Should I say it? Do it. I'm going to say it. it. Mr. Jeff Blaschel. <laughs> Okay, he but Philpla did have a good play yesterday. I want to. Yeah. He did. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I said he looked like twenty-year-old Philpla again. That was that was great and a great was, finish by Fabry. Yeah, I'm so happy he didn't just pound one at the the leg pads. <laughs> <laughs> he is one to miss empty nets, so I think it would have. He'd have to have an em- <laughs> like an empty <laughs> spot to throw the puck. Just, just sort of bang it off the backboards. <laughs> around for the wraparound and he's actually throwing yeah. it out of the zone he just comes up with too much momentum <laughs> um so here's here's what we've been talking i mean that that second period against the nashville predators on five on five we ended that period with a point uh, this is off the top of my head so forgive me if i'm wrong but it was 0.68 expected goals for for the wingdings not an extremely high number but here's how you beat the predators mike they had a point one expected goals for for that second period now um if you take a look at this whole game we actually uh we didn't destroy an expected goals what we did is we had such a huge lead we actually for the first time this season could like play back we could give them the third period because we had a huge lead now i hate that mentality in hockey and i think that makes hockey the worst you know that's why people don't like hockey there aren't blowouts and i i know that sounds ridiculous but you're not building stars with a three to two, you know, four to two game, you're building like superstars in the end. This is a whole nother conversation. Sorry for, I, I'm, I need to go back to where my point was going, but that is a problem. Bring it home, Matt. Bring it home. <laughs> That's a problem with the NHL. <laughs> um, but to continue my original point. Matt basically uh, said he wants no goalies. Got it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Uh, sorry, Grace. Um, We'd lose 32 to 19 most games, Matt. So I don't know if you really want that. It's a point uh, to celebrate, right? Like that—that <laughs> that we were able to to take a step back and play that defensive game that every NHL team does in the third period when they have a big lead. Is they say, you know, they they pump the brakes, they let go of the accelerator, and uh, the game gets close. It's just that is the identity of the NHL. There's two ways to look at that. You know, you're building closer hockey games, and they're more competitive by the end of the third period, or. Um, Nobody has a chance to turn into Wayne Gretzky slash Mario Lemieux because they're they don't hit the accelerator all the way <laughs> for sixty minutes. Um, any hoozles, right? I digress. So back to the back to the original point. But uh, sort of a, a victory cigar in a sense, right? When you you get to actually play that, you you pull back. You play the let's go let's go net front. Let's block those shots. Let's get from uh, uh, forward position. Put a defender between him and the net. And you're bringing everybody back. You're losing those breakaway shots. Uh, all that rolls into you are pulling back. You're letting go of the accelerator. But terming that, Red Wings get to play a human victory cigar. Or calling it the human victory cigar. Uh, but <laughs> pulling those skaters back is that victory cigar in a sense. All right. I, I totally ruined my point by pitching. But um, I think I I think I came back around. Like, main, main point, 
the expected goals for wasn't a complete blowout because we do we we got to pull out the victory cigar, let go of the accelerator, and uh, predators come back. But this this was complete domination because of that second period. Yeah, I mean, um, just the just the recipe. Um, I didn't realize the the previous Predator game we had no Glenn Denning, um, and then he comes back, and then it's just a wildly different. Uh, like we lost the faceoff battle. I think it was like sixty forty the previous game. Then Glenn Denning comes back. We went at fifty nine forty two, and you know my boy gets a goal and two assists. Um, and he's just all over the ice. Uh, ready, but, you ready for a fun stat? For I want it. Hit me. First in the league in offensive zone faceoffs. Wow. Yeah. They shared that last night. And I, I, yeah. Put him on the power play. First first in the league uh, in offensive zone, second in the league in neutral zone, and 10th in the league in defensive zone. Um, Mike, we were talking at the beginning of the season how important it, uh, it is for us to win faceoffs. And yeah. Uh, Luke doesn't play a game, we lose, and it kind of it adds up. Because if if you're gonna play this low event strategy, you gotta have your best defensive zone faceoff guy in the game. Uh, but yeah, I'm sorry, I I thought I I wanted to add that cherry on top to your point of uh, what a great. Well, it's such a because most of the night wasn't it um, Mantha, Glenn Denning, and, and Fabry. Mm-hmm. See that's old. That's old Blashill, you know. Well, uh, Glendening, old... Glendening with uh, with Ernie, I, I can pull up because because I saw they kind of maybe they did they flip once. Yeah. So uh, what's going on is he had some issues with uh, you know it's just line changing. I, I shouldn't call it an issue, but uh, I'll pull up these lines here in a second as soon as the. Uh, I just like said once pull it up. You've got Adam Ernie, Luke Glendening, and and uh, Nielsen. Um, Mantha, Fabry, and Bobby Ryan, uh, Rome, Larkin, and Zadina. Zadina was really the, good too. By the end of the game, you had Fabry, Glendening, and Mantha on the line. That's pretty close to my power play. All I'm missing is my uh, my Dennis Chalowski taxi call up, and uh, then we know that Jeff is secretly listening to this show because I know he likes yeah. that. Who's that Pokemon segment? He's over. Uh, he's he's uh, actually playing with uh, Gr right now. He's he's playing with the Griffs. So we got to call him up to the taxi squad. Um, oh, he was on there for a hot minute. Okay. He was. Yeah. yeah no, it's because they just started. They they so they, they just started last week. Um, but I mean that's a simple. I mean you're base if you're on the Griffins, you're a phone call away from being on the taxi squad. I'm not. You know what? We should look that up because I'm not sure if you do have to do like go through waivers to hit the taxi squad if you're in Grand Rapids. You know, because if it was Nielsen going to the taxi squad, we all know he has to hit waivers. If anybody's listening and knows the answer to this, um, I see a couple of eyeballs on the show right now. If somebody's coming up from the minors, do they do they have to go through some sort of waiver to get to? To the taxi squad is it like they have to be put on the red wings and then move down to the taxi squad or can you go from minors to taxi squad i'm, I'm gonna look that up it looks like they are subject to waiver rules if they come up from the minors i mean we don't That's want to research I, this during the show but it looks right. like there's some sort of waiver rule and then i, I have to it's, think there's some also some sort of covid protocol if you're gonna hot potato from one to the other so, so it's probably just a bother this is this is the problem, Mike. Is that 
they don't have this in NHL 21. So how the hell am I going to know how this rule works? <laughs> NHL <laughs> simulator, my ass. Where's my, where's my squad? I like I like the idea that next year NHL 21 is going to have COVID mode where you play a 56 game season and randomly players get COVID and you got to pull them out and try and win with you know 10 guys on the ice. That oh, man, bubble play. Yeah, randomly, I mean, one of your it. seasons, the the whole thing just crashes in March, and then you got to come back five months later and and win a bubble tournament to get in the playoffs. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And, you know, like the morale play, like it's on the hockey game. I know it's in the basketball game that you like. Like that would be crazy to do. You have to set up like, um, you know, like team building exercises so that they're still like having a good time. Make sure that you're you're buying like video games for the hotels so that they have activities to do there, at night. There's no way that the franchise mode injury algorithm could also handle COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Like when you sign your hot free agent, make a big trade, and then they break their ankle on a day off. Like, come on! There wasn't even a game! <laughs> and then half the team's got COVID. There's no way. There's no way a video game can handle that. It's too much. Oh, that, yeah. Like, uh, I, I do. I don't know. I kind of, I know it would be weird. Like, it would be sort of dark to bring that up. But I, I think that's, I mean, I play the, the board game Pandemic. Uh, so it's not like, you know, I'm not. That's not inherently dark, right? You're basically trying to stop the planet from being destroyed by a disease or a pandemic. Um, so, I, I, yeah, you just call it pandemic mode. Well, and maybe it's it'll like just a real maybe it'll just be challenge. a different game, right? Instead of uh, remember for a while they had not just like Madden, but you could get like NFL. It was like GM video game, yeah. and you didn't actually play any games. That's so now you can do like, um, you know sports pandemic manager and you got to get your team through a pandemic you know <laughs> i i do get ads all the time for uh, i don't know if it's ea but i get one that the logo looks exactly like nhl 21 uh but it's for it it's for an nhl gm manager uh but you never play a game i i do like i do like simulating a whole season mike I, i've been known to make it all the way to like 2040 went in my <laughs> in the franchise mode yeah, um, I love franchise modes. But I, I don't know if I could do it with no, like, playing the Stanley Cup. So I'll simulate all the way up till the Stanley Cup finals, you know, and then you got to play that. I, yeah, I, yeah. Let, let us know, everybody, in the chat. if uh, Is this too dark, or would you actually be interested in an NHL video game or any <laughs> sport video game that has a pandemic mode where you got to figure out randomly you're going to lose half your team or, or you're missing games and you got to build up morale? I, I, all right, I got I'm one for say, you. I think it's a good one. Are you ready? I don't know if I can say it without laughing. Here we go. All right, I'm gonna try and do some acting. Here we go. C D C. It's in the vaccine. Oh my god. Instead of EA Sports, it's in the game. Anyway, uh, uh, we can. COVID is in the vaccine. COVID. It's it is a vaccine. We just I mean, it has, that. that's how they work, right? I Kinda think, yeah, you get just a, just a, like the good stuff. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> good COVID. <laughs> oh, this is good. No, I, I say that, um, everybody, get your vaccines. Uh, that is the. I'm loosely, I'm loosely paraphrasing uh, Larry David when he was talking about, yeah, you got like the good cancer. There's no good cancer, Larry. Eh, you know, the one you don't die from. They all <laughs> kill you, Larry. So there we go.
Oh. All right. Well, now that we've lost all of our listeners. <laughs> uh, what else do we have on the docket today, Mike? Uh, I think, uh, long story short, uh, we we do have uh, a nice little heat map that I wanted to show too. Ooh, that, that like, yeah, I know. Heat map like, it up. I don't know if you like me sharing these or you like how excited I get about heat maps, but um, <laughs> either way, here it comes. Uh, so with this heat map, what I wanted to point out was that Mike, this never gets too hot, uh, and and this goes along the lines of where the conversation was heading before with. Um, what a great job they did of completely eliminating a period. And I guess I never actually got that thought out, but the expected goals against for the Red Wings being 0.1 for an entire period is incredible. And it just goes to show that when you take away a full period and then we go ahead and take a look at the heat map, like you can see on the Red Wings side, the Red Wings side's on the left here, and there's some dark, dark blues with some green scattered about. And that, those dark blues are where we get, we're getting all those goals. You can see the little tiny Gs if you guys are watching on YouTube right in front of the net. For the Predators, they did get a couple of Gs. <laughs> Sound like such a douche. Um, but nothing's too red. Like, they never – eliminating an entire period from a hockey game, it, everything's just kind of like yellow. You get some orange, but nothing too red. And that, that is exactly the key where I was, we were making those jokes before about Jeff Blaschel being the reason why this game was a victory. <laughs> I'm, hey, you got to say it. Um, yeah. This is it. This is what it looks like. This is what it looks like when it works. Red Wings, I, I mean, you've got to just keep throwing the puck at the net. You can't obviously hope that Ernie and Glenn Denning are going to keep scoring. But you had a couple of skill adjacent goals with Philpla and of course Mantha thousand percent skill all the way that's where that came from but that's that's how we're gonna find victories I don't I don't know how else to put it I'm I'm really fascinated here because we're getting all these you know um our boy Max Boltman you know writing the pieces about defensive identity um you and I have talked about like for the Red Wings to win I think they can win half their games if exactly zero of their important players are injured or sick. And the other team's um, strategy is, you know, not one that is about necessarily peppering in tons of goals and tons of offense. So the Predators, I don't put them as, you know, one of the upper echelon offenses, but we're about to see Chicago and they just wheel and deal, play reckless. Um, that's what I remember from the two games, you know, where we got our, our asses kicked. Um, that's why I'm fascinated to see if this defensive identity is going to actually hold sway because we know what Chicago wants to do. They will, you know, just take risks, uh, just get in our zone, even take penalties because they're not afraid of our power play, uh, nor should they be. Um, so this Blackhawks series, I, I know it's not like uh, – you know, WrestleMania 2002 with The Rock and Hulk Hogan, but um, I'm very excited to see if it's actually true, if we're actually going to be able to, you know, defend ourselves uh, to victory in either in the in the Chicago series. I, so uh, th this might be the first time too, Mike, where, you know, the, the thought we've shared um, probably at least once over the while that we've been podcasting together, um, it, it was the old... Uh, Green from from the Minnesota Vikings, and I think at the time he was coaching uh, the Arizona Cardinals. But uh, he was smashing his podium, saying they are who we thought they were. You remember yeah. that one? 
that was yeah. that was early two thousands, I think. I think we were still in high school. Yeah. Uh, Mike, the Blackhawks are not who we thought they were. It, just in the regard, like yes, they destroyed us, and you know who hasn't over the last couple of years. Yeah. But like you, you take a step away from those games, and Kevin Lankinen maybe got his numbers boosted a bit with those nine sixty eight save percentages against us. Uh, but he's still playing a pretty steady, like 925 save percentage and 2.49 goals against. And that was the thing where we were saying, if we have a shot against anybody this year, it's going to be against the Chicago Blackhawks because they don't know what's going on goaltending-wise. And then you, you take a look at Malcolm Subban, who's been just a complete roll of the dice, it feels like, uh, since start, you know, getting those, those chances with uh, the Vegas Golden Knights and... I, I just to tell a quick little anecdote uh, with that, you know, you had the Knights in their first season, couldn't like keep a goaltender healthy and Subban came in and played pretty well. And then he turned into, you know, dog crap. Um, but so far this year, 913 save percentage, uh, 293 goals against, you know what, Mike, he'd be the best goaltender on the Detroit Red Wings right now with those numbers. <laughs> so that Mike mixed with the, your boy, Patrick Kane, Having an MVP start oh, to the season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 22 points in 16 games. Um, yeah, I I mean, we, we could go down the list, too. Like, you you were you were actually taking a look. And I guess uh, we organically started previewing the Chicago Blackhawks series, everyone, if you haven't caught on. Um, so we've got those two games coming up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Mike, you you were looking at uh, Pius Suter, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, uh, he kind of started the season, uh, you know, a little cold, and then uh, you know, the, the perfect uh, cold remedy, uh, the old Red Wings came to town and uh, <laughs> got not just his first and second goal, he uh, got a hat trick, bang, bang, bang. Um, and then after that, he went on another cold spell. Uh, but basically, he's been uh, getting a goal or an assist um, his last five games, so. Whew. Uh, now that he's getting his confidence, he's got uh, that winged wheel. You know, he gets to see those jerseys one more time. Um, I don't know if that means he's going to be, uh, you know, getting another hat trick, but it definitely feels like we kind of gave him that confidence. You know, see that, see that light, see that lamp light up. You know, and whew, I don't know. I'm. Uh, we're not. We we haven't yet uh, done super well against skilled teams, um, even if they have. You know, uh, looking at, at Tampa, but that's just you know they're going to kill everybody. Um, but Chicago has has skill, um, and I'm I'm a little a little nervous because uh, we're feeling we're this is a light show. We're feeling positive after getting four goals last night, right? Um, so, Matt, is there any way what what is the formula for victory against Chicago? Because we are not going to outskill uh, Patrick Kane, who's probably outscoring uh, the top like, three or four Red Wings combined. Um, what is the, what is the formula? We know it's going to be this defensive identity. Uh, but is that, is that really going to get us a win at home against Chicago? Right. And I, I was taking a look too at like, uh, what, what we've done against, uh, the Blackhawks. And I guess I'm going to, I'm going to not pull this up cause it's just an Excel spreadsheet, but like across the board on five on five play, it's been pretty even. Uh, they're, they actually have the advantage, but it, you know, it makes sense. We got blown out two straight games, but even from a possession standpoint, we're at 49%. So it's basically, uh, us, we were, (laughs) I mean, we were taken to town. So 
like I said, you you let off the accelerator, and that's how uh, in game one we lost uh, four to one. We were able to to kind of take the possession game uh, against the Blackhawks there, but then it was game two where the Blackhawks did not let off the accelerator and put up six goals. Uh, but what I'm what I'm getting at here is that the five on five play is still pretty close. But what 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 just happens to us, uh, especially against the the Blackhawks, and this will be the key to the game, and this is how I answer your question is it's just don't you're not going to score on the power play, so the only way you're going to beat this team is to like be the most responsible Red Wings team you've been all season. I, I and I'm you know when we came into the season we said our our two easiest or I guess our eight easiest games are going to be against Chicago. Well, we saw. That's not going to be the case. So I'm basing it off of those first two games. Maybe it's still laughable to be so scared of uh, of the Blackhawks because really they only have three more wins than we do. Um, yeah. If we split that series with them at the start of the year, we're right there. So uh, I guess, uh, long story short, it's always special teams. It's going to be special teams for the rest of the season. It's going to be special teams next season. And it was special teams last season. And it is for every team. You yeah. have to be somewhat competitive uh, to really give yourself a shot. Uh, otherwise you're hoping to steal a period away from, we did uh, away from the Nashville predators. Like we did uh, in this last game and then hope that Adam Ernie and Luke Lindenning luck into one. Uh, so you can't hope for that every game. So what, what they just straight up have to do is play their most responsible game they've played. And it, it's going to be about play that five on five, limit all the chances. Um, the only problem is sometimes when you're limiting those chances against the team that's skating a little bit faster than you, uh, yeah. that's that's where those penalties are going to come in. And, and Patrick Kane hasn't lost a step. And like we were talking with the young cats, I mean, Debrinkit's guy, that uh, we haven't even brought up yet, and he's scoring at a point per game pace, and you can't you can't stop the excitement of a young pious suitor either, uh, yeah. or at least you can't, you can't just hope it's going to slow down organically. Uh, so all, all that being said, like this is I'm not a- coming into this with like as high a hopes as I did at the start of the season when this was our third series coming in, and we're two and two, and I thought, man, if we can hold our own against Columbus and um, uh, Carolina, we should destroy Chicago. Um, yeah. I think if uh, if you got a few extra bucks, this is a game to bet the Red Wings. At least game one. Um, when we look at our formula, Matt, we can have zero injuries. <laughs> zero to our best players. Um, and this, Matt, this was a tide turner, this Blackhawk series, because we were almost, you know, going to, we were, you know, 500, we were going to start, you know, maybe a little streak here. And then that's when Fabry and Zadina went down, arguably two of our most important offensive players. And as we're learning, Zadina is suddenly now he's a defensive guy we can count on. And that Blackhawk series, we were missing both those guys, uh, because of health and safety protocol. That's a great point. Tentatively, no injuries. We remember those black that Blackhawks series. We had a lot of scoring opportunities, but it was like we just didn't we didn't quite have the skill needed to actually finish um, a lot of those plays. Um, we actually, you know, like dominated. We actually won. Uh, we we never win <laughs> the like the shot battle. Um, we dominated our. We won that in the first game. Uh, we dominated in the faceoff. Of course, that's all we ever do. 
but we just didn't have the guns. And now Zadina and Fabry are going to play. And my boy Luke, is he's feeling hot after uh, that Red Wing rant promo. Uh, Manta's got his aged whiskey powers again. I think this is at least the first game, tentatively. And if Bernier's in that, because for some reason we like scoring for him, but not for poor Grice. Um, this might be a game, Matt. We test the formula. We test the formula. Is, so is our um, adjustment to the formula or, or putting an asterisk on it? <sighs> this is a skilled team. Has, Zadina has to be involved. Is that the... Zadina, uh... 100%. I would, <laughs> I would never uh, bet for the Red Wings with no Zadina at this point. I didn't know that this kid would be such an integral part of us getting a single point um, in the standings. But it looks like, by God... By God, he is. Um, so Zadina and Fabry, yes. I, I do like how the, the conversation on Zadina has certainly changed, and it's it's just because of how he's played. But we, 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 the only thing we ever wanted to talk about was his shot, and then we saw him playing over in Europe, and we are like, oh, my God, this shot, we're going to destroy on the power play. And now everybody's like, well, no, he's a two-way forward, uh, dummy. It's, uh, it's, it's not just about that shot. Um, so <laughs> basically what I'm getting at there is, uh, now in hindsight, we're, we're all sure. Um, yeah. I'm going to no, be glued I, to my TV. I'm going to be fascinated to see how this turns out. Cause I, I remember all those scoring chances that we had against Chicago that we just couldn't quite finish. And now we're going to have two of our guys who can actually, you know, score on the ice. I'm going to be glued to the T I can't wait. Well, I should, we, we, we should be, um, ah. Gosh, I was, I was going to bring up a Zadina thing, but now it doesn't make sense. That, that was a good wrap-up to the, the series, um, or <laughs> the, the preview. But, um, yeah, ultimately everything changes when Zadina's in the lineup. So uh, I'll say this, everybody. Um, please go check out um, – oh, shoot. You know what? Give me give me a hot second here, Mike. Uh, say say something funny. Tell, tell a funny anecdote. Hey! All right, Here's a good one. Check out the uh, Catfish on Ice podcast, everyone. Uh, <laughs> they're our show for the Hockey Podcast Network uh, that uh, they're lucky enough to get our ad this week. Um, we want you guys to go to at Catfish Ice to make sure you're not missing a thing. Uh, they are covering the Nashville Predators. So, of course, do them a favor since they were nice enough to hand us a win. Uh, go ahead and hand them a listen. Uh, again, that's Catfish on Ice podcast. Um, you can find them all the same places you can find Red Wings Rant. And, of course, at uh, at HockeyPodNet, you can find all the shows. So if uh, you do want to get some in Nashville coverage for the Nashville Predators, uh, you want to head you want to head over there. Those those boys know their hockey. Uh, they're excited about it. Uh, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to guest on their show or they'll be able to come over soon. Uh, but that's Catfish on Ice podcast. Uh, just had to throw that out there. Sorry. I, I, I wanted to make sure. I was just going to call them the Catfish Podcast, uh, of course, in reference to how the Nashville Predators copied us with our uh, cephalopods. But um, you know, what, whatever. What are you going to yeah, do? You're going to copy you know, us. That's a, it's a, it's a name I would definitely, uh, you know, think twice about. Like, wait a minute, am I getting catfished here? And you know, <laughs> this is a curling podcast. You son of a bitch. All right, um, but uh, is it time to? Are we playing some games already, Matt? Oh, my God. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Let's do it. Let's play. Who's that? Pondo!
Yeah. All right. This is my favorite game. So uh, basically, <laughs> what we get to do is uh, cherry pick a quote out of context from head coach Jeff Blaschel, uh, read by friend of the show Paul Woods, kind of, and then Matt has to guess who that quote is about. And that is uh, Red Wings. Who's that Pokemon? Matt. As always, you'll be guessing, and as usual, you can pick me or Paul Woods to read. Do I have to say it still? Yeah. Paul yes, Woods. you do. Paul Woods. <laughs> Hashtag Paul Woods. All right. Here we go, man. This is a short and sweet one. Hashtag Paul Woods. He's <laughs> trending. Um, all right. Uh, hello there, Red Wings rant. It's your old buddy Paul Woods here, and I'm uh, going to read a quote. And uh, Matt, we're actually going uh, off menu today. Ooh. Quote not coming from head coach Jeff Blaschel. It's coming from elite Red Wings forward Adam Ernie. Here we go, Matt. If you're buckled in, this is the quote. Uh, Blank is a warrior. He comes to play every night, and he's a great teammate, so it's good to see those guys get rewarded, he said very condescendingly. End quote. Uh, all right, this is Adam Ernie saying it. Come on, Adam. Don't put it like that. So good to see guys like that. You know, usually it's guys <laughs> like me peppering them in, you know, getting three, four points a night. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got uh, so I can either go, he's either being super sarcastic with the media and he's like, it's good to see Manta finally put one in, you know, you got to be... see those kids going out there and <laughs> all right. So it's got to be Glenn Denning. That's the only person he's talking about. Man. He, he's our warrior. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Of course it's Luke Glenn Denning. He is yeah. a goddamn warrior. Any opportunity I can have to use him as quote of the week, we're going to use it. So Matt. Congratulations, congratulations from friend of the show, Paul Woods. It's okay if we don't. Sometimes we don't. Do we have a Be the GM this week? No. Ever since I made that awesome graphic for the start of the <laughs> segment, I, I haven't been able to think of one because it's like there's coaching decisions we could make as a as a group, but there haven't been there hasn't been like the what's the GM decision? I guess uh maybe it maybe it could be like Mike, if you were the GM. Would you let uh, Giovanni Smith and Matthias Perome uh, have a hotel room, or would you keep them in the hotel lobby because they're on the taxi squad? I would make them sit in an idle taxi. Um... <laughs> hey, you're not the hotel squad. Get in the car. <laughs> you heard uh, Batman. Yeah. That's, there, there's a whole conversation. No, 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 no. Not the Uber. Day. No, not the Uber with the mints and the guy with the screen in the back. Yeah. Some of them have that nice TV on the back, uh, yeah. like the headrest. No, you're in the cab. Get in the cab. I, the last couple of cabs I've been in have at least the news rolling constantly. That's, uh, that's not the worst thing in the world. You can watch, you know, you, you're watching TV. You're just watching just, text. Every time I'm in a cab, I, every time I'm in a cab, I can't help but like turn into a Rorschach, and the gutters are filled with blood and human waste. Like I don't know what it is about those yellow cars. Um, yeah. All right. So I don't know. Are we are we ready to ride off into the sunset? Yeah, let's do it. Got got some. Uh, we gotta save the watch for the next episode. Damn it! Oh, that's right. We still have the Scott Wheeler prospects <laughs> to talk about. One one of these days, we're just gonna run through the top five, and we'll be we'll be done with it. We'll, yeah. we'll... I mean, we're not surprising anybody with that Scott Wheeler article, especially a month later. All right, check us out at Bod Hockey on Twitter, uh, slash Redwingsrat. I got the birdies. Um, <laughs> and go go to bodpodcast.com and. 
on the homepage, click on shop, and you can get all that cool stuff I mentioned at the start of the show. Um, but yeah, thanks for uh, coming along, everybody. We'll see you on uh, Wednesday Night Live and new episodes on Thursday. And- yeah, we'll come in. <laughs>